Hey friends, before we get started with this episode, just wanted to encourage you to head over to our website, strategicfamilies.com, where you can get lots of free resources for families and also sign up for our email list for new content. All right, thanks and enjoy. We can't just pretend like there aren't sinful, bad things happening in the world because we live in a sinful world and we live in a fallen world. And the best way to deal with that is to bring it to light and understand it in light of the gospel. And just knowing that whatever the news, the purpose of the Lord will stand is ultimately what gives us peace. And we want our viewers to feel that peace. We report on biblical truth. Ultimately, that is what the world needs. Welcome to the Strategic Families Podcast, where we challenge your family to be rooted in God's Word, energized with gospel-centered purpose, and activated on mission for His kingdom. Hey everybody, welcome back to the show. Hope you had a wonderful Easter celebrating our risen Lord Jesus Christ. He is risen, He is risen indeed. So my guests today are two awesome reporters, Caleb Bear and Caleb Bailey from the video news service, World Watch. And if you haven't heard of World Watch, this will be a great way to learn what it's all about. Our family has been using World Watch for months now, and we love it and have been telling people about it left and right. You know, one of the aims of our podcast is to urge you to be intentional with your kids. And I think World Watch is an excellent sort of low-hanging fruit way to do just that. And by the way, it's not just for kids. Katie and I love this program and always look forward to it. It's a great way to stay in touch with what's happening in the world and also a great way to generate important conversations with your kids. Best of all, the great people at World Watch present their content from a Christian worldview so you can feel confident that how they approach everything will be in light of biblical truth. And I think we all know that's definitely not something you can say about all media outlets. So it's huge, and in my opinion, it's worth paying for. Taylor and Caleb obviously love what they do, and they're both so good at it. After listening to this episode, check out the show notes for links on how to start subscribing to World Watch. And check out our Patreon page as well if you'd like to support production of the podcast. All right, on to the show. Well, hey, everyone. I am really excited to introduce to you today a couple of really cool people, Taylor A. Bear and Caleb Bailey of World Watch. Caleb and Taylor, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you. This is exciting. Well, like I told you before we started, my kids are totally going to think I'm a celebrity now that I get to talk to you too. This is really cool. I'm so excited about this and just sharing uh, all that you guys have to share about World Watch. We're going to get into all those details, but I wonder if each of you could just introduce yourselves to our listeners, uh, starting with you, Taylor. Yeah, absolutely. Well, hey, everyone. My name is Taylor A. Bear. Um, I'm a reporter for World Watch. I've been with them ever since they um, launched the full 10-minute program in August of 2020. Um, A little bit about me, I went to Liberty University and I actually did reporting with them. My major was digital media performance. So I got to do some amazing things with reporting. And so kind of how I got involved with World Watch was through connections. My husband's um, uncle is a superintendent at a private school um, in Charlotte. And so he knew we call him the big bash. He's the host of the show, the man with the plan. Um, <laughs> I got connected that way. And so from then on, I was able to intern. Uh, and then I ended up doing WJI, which is called World Journalism Institute, basically how to write for world and just to report biblical truth and build biblical discernment. So that's how I was able to um, take on such an amazing responsibility. And I love it so much. 
That's awesome. So he's not just the big bash. He's the man with the plan. He's the man with the plan. I love it. On your Liberty reference, I got to tell you, I'm a huge Toby Mac fan. And I know you are too. You have to be, right? I love Toby Mac. Good. All right, Caleb. How about you? Uh, My name is Caleb Bailey. I am also a feature reporter here with World Watch. um, And I've been doing it for only six months now. I came on over the summer and did the same World Journalism Institute uh, just a year later after Taylor and they brought me on for an internship. And, and really, I, I have no background in journalism. Uh, that's the cool thing about World is they'll bring people from all walks of life to report through their different platforms because they understand that having a diverse set of skills and viewpoints on their staff is really important to good, truthful reporting. And I have my dad entirely to thank for this job because I had no interest in journalism. And he said, hey, check out World. He's a really really big fan of the magazine. And so, yeah, I love what I'm doing with World. Uh, It is a news organization like no other. And I'm not just saying that because they pay me to say it. I think that finding ways to report truthfully and from biblical objectivity is a rare thing in today's culture. And I'm, I'm so grateful to be a part of it. Wow, that's awesome. So the reason we're talking about Worldwide today, in case any of our listeners haven't heard of it, it is a fantastic news program the Strategic Families Podcast, we're all about helping families do strategic things with their kids. This is such a great opportunity. We need to inform our kids about what's going on in the world, and we want to do it from a Christian worldview. That's what you guys do. It's been such a blessing for our family. I want to encourage other families to do this. Can you give us an overview of what World Watch is, and then you know a little bit of the history of why it was created and what the vision was behind it? Yeah. So World Watch is a 10 minute daily news program. That means five days a week covering of current events. And so those current events could be anything from diplomatic relations to sports and organizations making big decisions to small little features about a new species of frog that was discovered. Uh, It ranges all over the place. And we're writing with uh, the mindset of of high school and junior high viewers, or at least initially, that's what we were going for. So it's going to be a 10-minute news program for that age group. Uh, and, and one of the things that's really important about World Watch that I appreciate, and I know our families appreciate, I think, is that it doesn't assume knowledge. So it's educational in nature. So we're going to give you current events. We're not going to give you an angle on current events. That's what a lot of uh, news outlets and reporters will do is they'll kind of speculate and, and give opinion on that. That's not our job. Our job is to tell you what's going on and uh, to also write it in an educational manner so you know the background on some of these things. And every single show ends with whatever the news, the purpose of the Lord will stand. And so that's kind of the, the framework through which we view the news. We're not avoiding news or pretending certain things aren't happening. We will talk about what's happening, but we know that there's one person sitting on the throne and we're confident in that it's a program that's a streaming service. So the way you view it wouldn't be on cable television per se. It's our website and now an app through which you would view each of these episodes. World News Group, what we're known for is the magazine. And so they were like, oh my goodness, we have to come up with something that's more applicable to, you know, the world specifically, you know, high schoolers, middle schoolers as well. And so that's when they're like, let's launch a program. At first it started to just, it started out as news in three. Um, and we put that on YouTube. So the big bash, he's the host of the show. He was doing that pretty much all by himself, him and maybe a couple of other people. Um, so they did that. I want to believe, I want to say March of 20, 
20 up until when we launched our 10 minute program in August. So then that's how it started at first. And then it launched into the 10 minute program. We're educational, um, kind of like what Caleb said, you know, we don't assume knowledge because we don't know everything. So why would we assume that our viewers do? You know, we'll talk about a filibuster. Maybe we'll brush over that in our top news story. We're not going to just leave our viewers hanging like, man, what's a filibuster? Like, I got to Google that. No, we'll explain it in our feature story, basically going over what's a filibuster. And I feel like sometimes the news lacks that. They'll just go over, you know, topics that are happening in the world without truly like an educational piece to kind of give background of what's going on. And that's one way I feel world is different. And not only that, but we report on biblical truth. Ultimately, that is what the world needs. Amen. Right. Things are going to happen in this world. It's obviously going to cause heartbreak, confusion, anger, but having the biblical truth and just knowing that whatever the news, the purpose of the Lord will stand is ultimately what gives us peace. And we want our viewers to fill that peace. Mm. Um, and not only that, but how to navigate, especially our, our, our demographic is for kids in high school. But honestly, I feel like we're, you know, people from all different ages, I feel could be reached with World Watch. but we want our viewers to know, okay, when you enter the real world, you'll know what stances you should take on these harsh, important, controversial topics. Um, and that is based on, you know, what we report, which is biblical truth. And we want to, you know, build that amongst our viewers. And the important thing to know about that is like, the reason that people know how to think or process through these things is not, you know, even necessarily because of us, it's because the show generates conversation and we trust the parents to be able to talk with their kids about these things. We want to present the topic, but not say, this is what you should think about it, other than saying that the Lord reigns. But in terms of really tough, controversial topics, we trust that these parents need to talk with their kids about these things, and we can start that conversation. And uh, and it, it, it happens organically is what I've heard from a lot of families. This is fantastic, guys. Yes, I love that tagline, whatever the news, the purpose of the Lord will stand. What a comfort that is for families and anybody who's watching the program. Like you said, Taylor, there's so much craziness going on in the world all the time. No matter when you look at the news, something crazy is going to be going on. I mean, it could be a wildfire. It could be a war. It could be financial hardship, whatever it is. And it is so good to be grounded in the truth that God's purpose will stand. And I love that about your show. It's just grounding every time. So Thank you for that. I love the educational pieces that you guys bring into it and not just assuming that people know what certain things are. I mean, Caleb, your piece on Bitcoin, I mean, that was just that was awesome. Like, I didn't know one tenth of that. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> if you target high schoolers and middle schoolers, that's great, but you need to know you're reaching this 41 year old guy here. So, and my four year old daughter. So, you're right, Taylor. It's a wide spectrum. Well, I wonder if you guys can talk about, I know you have to make a lot of decisions about the kind of stories that ultimately make the cut and, you know, what doesn't, but even down to the general interest pieces, Caleb, I wonder if you could talk to that. How do you guys decide, yeah, this would be a good story to highlight today. Some things are, you know, harder hitting news, like you guys talked about, and some are general interest pieces. So what's sort of the framework you use to make those decisions? Sure. What we do here at World Watch is entirely a group effort. It feels often like there are no ranks, though there are people here who are well beyond qualified. And so it's an ongoing conversation kind of that we have. Taylor mentioned we have uh, some video sources we use. And so uh, there's four of them that we primarily pull from. 
And Taylor made a good point that we aren't just recycling stories that they give us because they'll do a write-up on each of those stories, but they'll also give rich video. I mean, just incredible video. And we don't have enough reporters right now to be sending people to Ukraine and shooting stuff in Ukraine as much as we'd want to. So we're outsourcing those videos and we pick stories based off of what's visually going to be good. We are definitely going to be aware of our audience. I said that the intention was that we wrote to junior high and high schoolers initially, but we've got families with four-year-olds or three-year-olds watching. And then we've got grandparents begging their families for subscriptions. You know, it's a, it's a pretty wide range. And so we're keeping that in mind that, you know, maybe it would be tough to put this story in front of a four-year-old. And if we are going to have that tough story and push through with it, for example, a lot of the abortion laws coming out and gender rights and all of those things, we're going to be making a point to give a warning ahead of time so that people are aware of that and they may choose to not let their kids see that yet. And we totally respect that. And we think that that's up to their discretion, their wisdom. But again, as a reporter, as a group of reporters and journalists, we can't just pretend like there aren't sinful, bad things happening in the world because we live in a sinful world and we live in a fallen world. And the best way to deal with that is to bring it to light and understand it in light of the gospel. That's fantastic. Yes. I want to affirm you in something that you said earlier, Caleb, about trusting parents to have these important conversations, presenting the truth, presenting what's going on in the world from a biblical worldview. And like you said, not inserting your opinion, but even though I would love your opinion, (laughs) I know you guys are coming from the same worldview, but still trusting parents to have those conversations. And I think that is something different. That's sort of leads to my next question. And you guys have already answered it in a way, but just what's different about World Watch, because you can get your news from other places. I mean, you can, you can go on YouTube and, you know, get some stuff that way. You could just turn on the TV and get the local news. But you guys offer something different. And I think that's one thing, you know, you mentioned the education piece, Taylor. I think that's totally right. You guys are so good at that and tied in with biblical stories, which I love, but just present it in a way that allows parents to have important conversations with their kids and trusting parents to have those conversations. In a nutshell, Taylor, I wonder if you could talk about what's different so that parents could get a sense of like what they would be signing up for. Yes, I talked about the educational piece and all that good stuff. And no, I am not biased. I think World Watch is the best news source out there. Um, Another thing that I think we're different from is we're sensitive to our audience. Kind of what Caleb was saying. Yes, you know, we we are aware of who watches our show. However, um, you know, we're a conversation starter. We're also not going to shield our viewers from what's going on in this world because you never know if they're going to school with someone. They're like, hey, did you hear about this? I'm like, what? Why didn't World Watch talk about it? You know, and then they're going to their mom. But um, so also we want them to be prepared when, you know, they do go into the real world. And obviously I really loved what you said, Caleb, about, um, you know, it's a conversation starters that we trust that are like the parents are going to talk to their kids about it. But also we also send out a email every time there is a show. And basically what we do, just because we're that sensitive of our viewers, that we'll send out an email. It's a, you know, basically what we're going to be covering in this story. So parents or teachers, whoever's watching our show can use their discernment to be like, "Mm, I don't know if I want my kid to watch, you know, story number three. Um, What news source does that, you know? So that's another thing I wanted to point out. Yep. That's awesome. One of the things I love about what you guys do are these general interest pieces, these segments. 
you guys referred to it earlier, I think. So it's not just headlines. It's, you know, things like we talked about Bitcoin or, you know, Taylor, the one that you tied in with Lydia from Thyatira about the purple dye and all that. So fascinating. The signature science piece that you do, um, the who knew, what in the word is probably my favorite. I love that. I mean, just a couple of weeks ago when you did like chip on your shoulder, like, what is that? It's just so cool to learn the history. I feel like I'm so much better educated after I watch your guys' show. So you mentioned, Caleb, sometimes you you guys are pitching to your editors, but how do you come up with these ideas for pieces to cover? Yeah, I mean, we, we love what in the word, and so do all the fans. And I make sure to remind Hannah Harris of it every day. If something goes absolutely chaotic in the studio, I go, what in the word? And she <laughs> cannot stand it because she hears it every week. But uh, that's a good question. There's a few people to credit for coming up with those, and I'm not one of them because these people are very creative, and I'd like to be as creative as them. Uh, Rich Bishop is just, he's a mastermind. He's so creative. He's worked in kids' publications and kids news for a long time he does so many of the animations that we do on the tag outs these things are just always in his mind and he's kind of bringing them up I know what in the word was Hannah's idea in some part or another because she was a um, it wasn't etymology that was her minor but it was like linguistics I think was her minor in college so that kind of stuff really fascinates her uh, science fascinates Michelle already before she got this job. So doing something that goes into biology or anatomy or chemistry and stuff really fascinates her. So it's things that really pique our curiosity with World Watch Wonders. It's just kind of, you know, is a brilliant idea by Taylor. And I I, I want to know kind of how she came up with it. And we we're talking about that on the phone the other day. I'd love to hear more about it. On Vocation is one that we're doing currently. And it was just kind of with the idea you know, these high schoolers or junior hires are trying to figure out what they want to do for college, right? Even if they want to go to college. I know that's what I was thinking in high school. And so why not give them a little sneak peek as to what some people do? The other day, it was funny. I caught myself. I was at work and I used a phrase and I stopped and I was like, where does that phrase come from? And I actually thought to myself, I wish World Watch would do something on what in the word with that, because we use these phrases and we have no idea where they came from. Like, you know, the whole nine yards what is that? What is nine yards all about? You know, like just random stuff. So I love that you guys do that. It's just, it's, it makes it fun. It makes it something that is of interest to people of all ages, really, which I love. Okay. Next topic. And I think this kind of gets to the heart of why you guys do what you do. The ministry side of this, I know that you're a business, you guys produce such a quality product, but I also know that it's a ministry. And I wonder if you could talk to that side of it, Caleb, when you think about the goals that you guys have for the program, what you want to achieve for the kingdom, can you just talk about the really important ministry side of this? Yeah. I mean, despite how we feel or think, believe it or not, there's much bigger things in life, eternally speaking, than the news. And it seems like the news is the biggest thing. When you see these wars happening, you see this legislation being passed, you see in these families torn apart. It's like there's nothing more important than that. And that's why you leave watching public news or television news feeling really discouraged. And I can't blame people for feeling discouraged. I talk to so many people who say, we just don't watch the news anymore. And I say, I can't blame you. At the same time, it's important to be aware of these things, not only just so you know it in your brain and in your head, you're just kind of like, oh, I know this stuff is happening, so I'm socially more capable. No, that's not the case. We're called to pray without ceasing. You know, Paul talks about that. And we want 
what we report to generate prayer, to generate action. That's what good reporting does. One of world's big mottos is not sweet level reporting, S-U-I-T-E, but street level reporting. Uh, sweet level reporting would be talking about big diplomatic concepts and things that everyone else is talking about and legislation and those things. And we'll talk about those, but street level reporting is actually showing you what that looks like and talking to the people that are actually going through that because they're going to tell it a lot better than I'm going to tell it. I'm just reading a repacked version of it. So when we do that, we put faces on these stories and our viewers are then going to look at that and go, I want to help that person or I want to pray for that person. We've had families write in all the time saying, you brought us together as a family to pray for this. Uh, we did a story on a police officer who adopted five kids after an incident and a mom reached out and said, hey, we adopted kids too, and we want to be a good resource for this family. Can you get me that police officer's contact information? So the fact that we're you know, connecting these people, we're giving them things to pray about, that's the bigger picture of this. That's how it's a ministry. A lot of people think ministry is just restricted to what happens in a sanctuary on Sunday, and th that's great, and there is great ministry there, but if you don't think you're nine to five is a, is a ministry and the way you interact with people and the way you consume news is a ministry. You're putting ministry within a box when what we're doing here is ministry because we're doing it with an eternal mindset. Again, news tempts us to think in a temporal mindset that everything here and now is the most important. The reality is all that stuff's going to pass away. All of this war is going to pass away. All of this pain and trial, all that will pass away. That's what scripture tells us. And so we're writing with an eternal mindset. And that's why it's important to throw that, that tag, whatever the news, the purpose of the Lord will stand. And so I think that's probably a few ways that we function as a ministry. Yeah, what a great reminder. His purposes will stand. One day we know he will right all wrongs. We talk about a lot of wrong things in the news, but what a great reminder. He's on the throne. He's got this. He can handle it all. His purposes will stand. I just, I love your ministry. Taylor, I was wondering if you could share anything else that you've heard from families, any testimonials. I mean, I could give you one myself, but I'd love to hear some other things that you guys have heard from families. Yeah, just by the amount of positive feedback that we get, it's just so rewarding. People, like Caleb said, you know, like families are saying, man, because of World Watch, we sat there and we're like, let's pray as a family over this specific issue. Just being able to meet viewers and, and coming up to us and just saying, wow, like because of World Watch, we're not scared to watch the news at all because we're being reminded that the Lord is always going to be in control and that gives us peace. And, you know, and that this is all temporary, but living with him is eternally. Okay, so people are going to listen to this and maybe they've never heard of World Watch. How can they sign up and subscribe? Yeah, so a lot of people can actually go on YouTube. While we don't put out the full 10-minute show, we do put out our top story. And occasionally we'll put out other things like maybe a feature story. It's about like two minutes. Um, so people can kind of, you know, feel like, oh, wow, okay, this is something I may want to get into. And if they are interested, you could take it a step further and you can go to worldwatch.news. Um, you can actually try out the show free for a month. You will have access to the whole show, uh, the whole 10 minute program, and not just one, you know, 10 minute program, you'll have access to when we first started. It's actually $6.99, $6.99 a month. I promise our listeners, nobody is paying me to say this, but it is worth every penny. It has been such a fantastic element of our homeschooling. We homeschool our four kids. 
And it's just like clockwork. I mean, every day. Now, granted, I'm only here on Friday, so I only get to see your Friday show. But my wife and kids watch it every day and they love it. It generates so much good conversation. I love the fact that it is so safe for families. Our entire family can just sit there and watch and learn from you guys. You have an amazing ministry. I hope that anyone listening to this who doesn't already have World Watch would jump in and subscribe to your service. And I think it'll quickly become like it has for us, part of your life. It's that much of a blessing. So thank you guys so much, Caleb and Taylor, for what you do and for your time today sharing with us the Lord's blessings on your ministry. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having us. It is an absolute honor to be on this amazing podcast. Um, So I just want to say thank you. And for talking so highly of World Watch. It's rewarding to hear that. Thank you. We, we love to hear just testimonies of how it blesses families and stuff like that. It makes everything we do worth it. You know, we get to actually put a face on these ethereal viewers that we talk about every morning. Like we're right into the viewers. Now we think of you guys, which is so special. And I love that. Yep. And also thank you for helping me be a celebrity to my own kids. <laughs> Tell them we said hi. We would love to just be like, hey. I sure will. And we're going to have to get our homeschool co-op to come down there and crash your studio and say hi to the big bash and all these guys. So please do. do. We really do love visitors and we mean that. Like, please come. Do not be shy. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, Green. Taylor, Caleb, thank you guys so much for what you do. What a blessing it is to our family and to so many other families. You're doing awesome work for the kingdom. Keep going strong. I encourage everybody to go check out worldwatch.news. That's worldwatch.news. And they have a 30-day trial going on right now. I promise you, you will not regret it. And they are not paying me to say that. Check out our ministry at strategicfamilies.com. Drop us a line if you have any ideas on topics to cover or ways that we can encourage others to build and nurture a strategic family that honors Christ. All right. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next time.